0: uncut podcast on this week's episode suzanne bell owner of hairdo salon joins me again to talk about blonding services we tackle types of services there are how to care for them and how to have the correct expectations this episode is great for stylists and clients alike just search hairdo uncut where podcasts are found Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for adding Hairdo Uncut to your repertoire of podcasts. I am Paulson J Healy recording in Mesa Arizona at Hairdo Salon and I have the owner of Hairdo Salon again with me, Suzanne Bell. Hello Suzanne.
1: Hello Paulson.
0: We are uh, excited about this topic and this is a topic that's not only super popular from a how many people are getting this done standpoint, but it is everywhere <laughs> and it is more complicated than mo- most people think. And that is Blonding. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to talk about uh, in depth a little bit more. Now, many of you may know there is a video that we have. We have a Blonding video. It's just short kind of briefly explaining things. And that's going to be an extension. This podcast episode is going to be an extension of that video that Suzanne and I did on blonding. It's a
1: good video. So check it out.
0: You can check it out on Facebook. It's on our uh, YouTube as well. Uh, but let's jump right into it. Uh, what are services that would be considered lightning hair, Suzanne? And what are the most popular right now?
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Well, so many options, Paulson. So many options right now, you guys. <laughs> it is a blonding bonanza right now. Um, so much fun to be a hairstylist right now with stu- stuff going on. Um, one of the most tried and true is highlights. All right, highlights have been around forever. Classic, classic, classic highlights. Um, we still do a ton of classic highlights. Um, as far as what a highlight does for people who are kind of confused as to what falls into what category, um, a highlight literally adds a high color, like a blonde color into your natural color. It, it's very dimensional. Keeps all the dark hair in your in your hair, so you get a lot of. Uh, Uh, dimension you get highs and you get lows um the way they're done is we literally take a section of hair we put it in a foil and the hair that's in the foil lightens and the hair that's not in the foil doesn't
0: (laughs) super complicated (laughs)
1: super complicated the one thing that's kind of cool about highlights is that you can kind of create any pattern you want um, you can do fine highlights. You can do medium-sized highlights, thick highlights, chunky highlights. I see chunky highlights trying to make a comeback again. <laughs> um, kind of funny when you know, I was around the first time they came in. Um, the trick, though, with highlights. Okay, now here's, Oh, here's, there's a trick. There's, there's, there's a correct way to do highlights, and there's an incorrect way to do highlights.
0: Ooh, teach us, teach us.
1: All right. When you put a highlight in someone's hair, so when you pick up a piece of hair and you make it blonde, and then the client comes back... What you want to do is you want to pick up the same pieces you made blonde last time and touch them up. Right, right at the root. Touch them up at the root to the line of demarcation yeah. where the old highlight was. You don't, you want, don't to, want to overlap. You do not want to overlap that highlight. And why is that? Because you will create a weak spot in the hair. When you create a weak spot in the hair, you set that person up for some damage, even potential breakage. Uh-oh. Yeah, no. I know. No, no bueno. Um, you also, when you're doing highlights, you don't want to keep grabbing new hairs. All right? So if you did a highlight last time and the client comes back, and this time you don't want to have to deal with the touch-up, so you grab all new hairs, well, now you've just taken away their dimension. You've Uh-oh. started to create too much blonde, and you're not leaving any of their natural color in so that they have the dimension that highlights create.
0: Oh, okay. Now, does that that, that leads me into the next one a little bit. Like, is that where baby lighting becomes... Uh, an issue when they t- when they take those new ones, or is that is that just a different
1: baby lights? Ba- baby lights have been around for a couple of years, and they, they they're kind of huge right now. And um, a baby light is basically a really teeny 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 tiny highlight. Oh, okay? okay. So when you're doing highlights, you're picking up s- really small pieces of hair. Um, they look amazing the first time you do them. True. Yeah. Yeah, they're beautiful. And um, the thing with the baby light is. Um, you don't get a lot of dimension because you're putting so many little teeny tiny highlights in the hair that overall the whole hair just looks lighter. It doesn't, you don't have a lot of lows in there anymore. Gotcha. The problem with baby lights though that we're starting to see is you can't touch up a baby light. When that client comes back and they want their hair touched up, you can't pick out those pieces that you did. Yeah. Like it's impossible. There's a bazillion little teeny tiny baby lights in that head. You cannot pick them all up. And so what happens It's what you you just talked about. You just randomly grab new baby lights and you overlap all the old ones.
0: Which causes...
1: Causes breakage.
0: Which is what you kind of talked about with the highlights. And you don't want to go over the line of demarcation because that weakens the spot. So if you're taking those baby lights, those little sections, Mm -hmm. and you're overlapping it with lightener, especially since it's a smaller, finer highlight almost, like you're... Uh-huh. Causing a lot of breakage. So if you're always baby lighting, oh yeah, like, and and you know okay. you might
1: you might be over overlap at once and be okay, but you overlap it a second, I mean a third and a fourth and a fifth time. I mean we see so much breakage now from yeah. baby lights. Yep and, and, you know, it, it, they're, they're, they're so popular, and you see them on, on Instagram so many times. Like, you see it all over the place, baby lights. And the thing with baby lights, too, is it takes way more time to do baby lights. You have to put in three times as many foils because yep. you're doing so little pieces of hair that you need to do so many more of them to see them.
0: Well, and some people who get their highlight, I've seen some people start to say, like, they have, uh, what's the alopecia?
1: Oh, alopecia, like ariana? They,
0: they think they have it because they keep lightening their hair with baby lights. And because they, <laughs> it's like falling out, they think they have but It's like, no, you just need to stop baby lighting your hair. You
1: know, yeah, baby lights, um, extensions, all those, you know, those types of services, you have to be very careful. You make sure that if you're going to get those things, then you make sure your stylist is knowledgeable and talented in that field. And
0: that's not to say if you have alopecia and you're listening to this podcast, like uh, <laughs> directly from that. But I'm just saying... <laughs> We've seen some people who don't have, who, who we know, who have posted that they now have alopecia, but it, that's not something that just comes
1: from... Now, alopecia is, is baldness, which you have. You have alopecia. I have okay. alopecia, everybody. You're bald. Um, but, well, although alopecia is no hair on the body at all. Alopecia areata is what they're talking about when they have, like, losing patches of hair. Oh, gotcha. Alopecia areata is... You know, people are losing little sections of hair a lot of times from from extensions. Um, but yeah, if you get breakage from baby lights, if you get breakage from highlights, you know, it's you, you feel like you're losing your hair.
0: But you're, but and it's you are. not the disease. <laughs> but you're losing your hair. So if you if you spent some time, if you look at a last podcast, we talked about how hair grows. So you can check that one out, Sugar Bear Hair <laughs> and Friends episode. That's a but good. We, that's a good one. We. Uh, you know, it really just you got to be able to discern between both and just take care of your hair that way instead of over highlighting your hair. That yeah. wasn't a, that wasn't on our pre-show talk, but I just
1: yeah. I think it came no, to me just now. you know the thing with highlights, highlights and baby lights both. Um, you Just your style you don't want your stylist to be overlapping. If, if they're if they're putting lightener on all your old highlights and all your old baby lights, you are going to have all these weak spots in your hair. With all those weak spots in your hair, you're going to risk damage. You're going to risk breakage. And, and we see a lot of it, you know. They have a lot of things now, you know, all these uh, bond-building things and, and protectors that you can add to bleach or lightener. Um, the thing is, it's making people think that they're invincible and they can do anything. <laughs> and while they're amazing and they're letting us push things really far, you still can't keep overlapping. You hair you, you, It can... It, it's bad. Yeah, there's, it's there's, bad.
0: There's, a, there's, a, there's a line that you can't cross. <laughs> there's a line
1: you can't cross. Yes, there's All a right, line so
0: you can't on, cross. All right, so on to the next one, which is the most buzzword and popular, yeah. which is foiliage, ombre, balayage. So let's talk okay. about what those are.
1: All right, let's address first ombre and balayage, okay? Um, people get super, super confused as to what is the difference. Now, basically, ombre is the finished look. Ombre means fading. So you're fading from one color into another color. That's all it is. Ombre is the look. The method of getting the look is done by a balayage or a hair painting or a foilage or whatever the, the stylist chooses to achieve the look that you want. Um, so don't get confused with ombre. I mean, you know, we put our service down as ombre slash balayage because everybody still thinks it's called ombre, which is fine. Um it, it's the look that you're trying to create. But this look, a balayage technically is painting the hair freehand. Um the French balayage is just take your lightener, put it on a piece of hair, paint the piece of hair, leave it there in the air to dry and process, and you get what you get. Um the thing with balayage is that you you can only lift as high as the lightener will lift before it dries. Um And so a lot of people don't get light enough. You know, they bring in these bright, bright, bright blonde pictures and they ask for balayage. But you can't get it that light unless you do three or four or five services on top of each other. Yes. So what we do here, um, we do American balayage or commonly referred to as foilage, where you actually create the balayage technique by hand painting the hair but then you actually put it in a foil because now that's going to lift a lot lighter because you're encapsulating that hair. Um, it's, it's, it stays wet longer, it processes longer, and you can get a lot blonder. So that balayage is just the technique to create an ombre look. So also balayage is because when you're trying to create an ombre, it's fading from dark using into light, so it's usually not taken to the scalp or some pieces aren't taken to the scalp. It's, it's a very freehand technique.
0: Yeah. No, and, it, and it's a lot lower maintenance.
1: It is lower maintenance um, because you don't have the the, the the color right at the scalp like a highlight. You know, highlight, we, we usually get as close to the scalp as we can possibly get so the client's hair looks blonde.
0: Wait, wait, and, then, and then they've got to touch that up in six yes. weeks or so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Depending on how quick your hair grows, a touch-up on a, on a highlight yep. is you six to 12 weeks. Yeah. Um, an ombre, we or balayage ombre ombre look, um, a lot of times we'll have clients go six to 12 weeks months. Um,
0: it's,
1: it's, it's a lot of work when you do it, but it's a really low maintenance look to, to, to keep, um, because you don't have to do it very often.
0: Right. And that's going to lead us kind of into this, this next part. So, um, why does it take so long? And we we could talk about like the mega blondes, Mm -hmm. you know, at the same time, but why do these services, especially mainly the foilage, ombre, balayage, mm-hmm. why do they take so long? And what should or does it entail to be able to achieve, uh, achieve that look?
1: Okay. So let's say you come in and first time you're going to get this service done. This, this applies mostly the first time. Okay. Um, and what we're going to do, because we don't know your hair, we don't know what's in your hair, we're, we're not familiar with it, the first thing that we're going to do is a clarifier, all right? I can't, I can't even express the importance of clarifying your hair to get all the stuff out of your hair, medication, hard water, um, just whatever. Just getting that out of the hair makes a huge difference in, 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 in the final result of your, of your balayage. Um, but you have to be prepared for a clarifier. You have to realize that putting in the foils... Takes depending on how much hair you have, it can take two to three hours to just put the foils in your hair.
0: Yeah, and that's really depending on if we're going mega. So when we say yeah. mega blonde, like that's that's a ton of blonde, that's all over blonde. Absolutely. And, but even even with those even with those partial ombres, it takes. 45 minutes to an hour just to We're, get those yeah, two foils. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, when when cli- you when you when you when you bring in your pictures, which we love pictures. When you're when you're talking an ombre yes. balayage, please bring in pictures because we need to know what you're thinking because there's so yep. many varieties of this. Yep. But if you bring in a picture and the entire bottom of that col- hair is all blonde, then we have to put a foil on every single solitary piece of your hair. Yep. Every piece. And we we consider those mega colors. They're just they they just take hours. Like they, they take usually five to eight hours to do like a mega color depending on how thick your hair is. And people aren't really coming in prepared for that time. Uh, Even
0: even one of our
1: stylists. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, we we had a stylist the other day, and she went from a red to a blonde.
0: Charlie, who is uh, the host on my co-host on the Box Color Podcast episode, if you want to check that out. Yeah,
1: that was an excellent episode. But she, we, I took her blonde not too long ago, and man, oh man, was she struggling to sit in that chair. She was going (laughs) stir crazy. She was just out of out of her mind with just antsiness because charlie's not a calm person if you know charlie she's she's busy so um you know we have so many clients who come in and they pre- you know think it's going to be two hours
0: they're ready they're ready for the instagram before and yeah. after and that's how fast it is yeah no, no. i mean not. so
1: so we we do the clarify. we put a bazillion foils in your hair we have to back comb a lot of the times to to create some of that that uh, blending um and then processing because it took you know, three hours to put them in your hair—they're not all going to be done at the same time. So we're taking things out and rinsing that off, and then processing some more, and then taking them out and rinsing those off, and processing yeah. some more, and taking the new ones out. And making and sure that you're getting
0: <laughs> that you're getting to the shade that you want before you put Absolutely. a toner on. So I mean, you got to keep checking those foils. So it's not even like you're sitting for you know like your normal touch up for 25 30 45 minutes and then no. it's all done like no. you have got to keep checking those because some people's hair lighten quicker mm-hmm. than others mm-hmm. right and
1: oh yeah processing time can take anywhere from a half an hour to 2 hours depending yeah. on what you're dealing with <laughs> i'm i'm talking like we're talking like these things can be these things can be crazy now i mean if you don't want a solid look on the ends you're cutting your time in half
0: easy right yeah and that's why i was that's why i was saying when you uh-huh. want to touch up your ombre cuz a lot of our guests a lot of our clients come in and they'll get like a partial, o- like they'll get like a touch up ombre, which is not as much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not as much, but it's only like half the time. Now they come in after like six months and do mm-hmm. the foils again, but they move those up. But it only takes, like I said before, like, 45 minutes, maybe an hour to put them in. The processing time isn't quite You're as still
1: looking at three hours though yeah, on a partial yeah, exactly, ombre. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, even, yeah, just, think it, just thinking about it like that. Um, yeah, now, so when, when somebody's using a toner, uh-huh. um, I. And this is something that I've just recently come across. Now, in, in uh, and, and this is just why is a toner used? Okay, in, in the first place, because some clients think because a toner is used mm-hmm. that means you didn't do what you were supposed to do, but that's not true.
1: No, that's not true. In fact, when you see when you see these white blonde uh, balayage ombre looks on on Instagram, I guarantee you that's a toner because if you lift somebody's hair to that white color. You break their hair off. Yeah. All right. You can't do it. You have killed everything and and their (laughs) hair is so damaged and it's going to fall off. So you bring it up to a pale, pale yellow and then you put on the tone of you you neutralize that yellow with the violet to create that platinum effect. Yes. And so if you don't, I mean, if you have, if you just don't do a toner, you're going to have a a warm result. It's going to be a golden uh, blonde because you can't get a white blonde without a toner. Yeah. Um, now, sometimes we want a golden effect, but, right. but a lot of times that raw, lightened look isn't the the look that you want. You right. we just we're trying to get you to a level that's light enough to support the tone that you want,
0: yeah, and it, and it just sounds like the toner is to help to get that because you can't always account for every single hair lifting exactly the same every single time.
1: Mm -hmm. no it's true
0: so i mean that that's why and just for those clients who may not understand why a toner is used that that's why in in layman's terms i would put it as like it's just the help to get the look that you want because you can't account for every hair it's just impossible
1: no no and there i mean i know some stylists that don't like to use toners but i would i would guarantee you that 80 percent of the stylists out there use a toner because it just makes it a it's a it's a prettier finished result
0: for sure yeah absolutely
1: yeah so, so, yeah, I mean, a toner, you know, I was talking about how long the ombres take and, we, and the toners and, you know, putting the Olaplexes and, and this, the blow dry so we can see the finished results and everybody always wants their hair curled when they're done. I mean, your appointment is going to be a long time.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And just to piggyback off of that, uh, blonding, so we, we've had people who have come in who have, got, who have received a blonding service or from other salons where they, were, where they left and the, blonde, the, the hair, the tone, the color wasn't what they wanted exactly, but they had left wet. Mm, mm-hmm. And I, I saw something on Instagram not too long ago where it said, hair, wet hair is a lie, dry hair is the truth. <laughs> and so let's, let's elaborate <laughs> on that so people can I like understand. That. I
1: like that. No, it is true. When your hair is wet, it looks completely different than when it's dry. And it's super funny because sometimes we'll lighten somebody's hair, like, you know, do this... You know, 8 hour ombre blonde color. We put him in the chair and they're like it's dark. Well, give us a second let us dry the hair. <laughs> you know, because everything looks dark wet. Yeah. So
0: So if you're if you're somebody who wants to always leave wet and you're blonde,
1: I don't recommend it.
0: Yeah, don't, rec- I don't I, recommend. I no, it. the blow dry should be coming in with the service. Mm-hmm. So stylist if you're if you're trying to add it on at the end, just roll that price into your service because mm-hmm. it sh- it should come with a blow dry because more often than not even though a stylist can s- see where the hair is going it's so much better to know where it's at when it's dry. Well, and
1: true. And plus, I mean, if the tone is a little off, we can just quickly run back and, 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 and add more tone. Yep. Like, know, that's, a, that's a quick, easy fix. Yep. Like, that's the easiest fix of all. Yeah. Um, you know, all of our lightning services that we do at our salon, the blow dry is just included. Like. Yeah. Um, and when we're dealing with these big, huge mega projects, we literally just charge by time. Yeah. Like, we don't even break things down anymore it's just it's just too nitpicky we just go off time
0: yeah no and and, and, and a lot of people have given good feedback on it because uh, we've had people come in from other salons who were nickel and dimed on the back end mm-hmm. you know they weren't told they were told how much an ombre was quote unquote
1: yeah, And then yeah. But uh, they're, then they're the, like, well, we did the Olaplex, all these other
0: things yeah. and this is all that we added on at the very end. And the person gets a sticker shock, which also mm-hmm. was another episode of our podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's true because most salons do do it that way. They, they write down the ombre, so just putting the foils in and then the toners in, not included. The Olaplex is not included. The blow dry is not included. You know, so
0: and, and that, that to me, like if I were a client, I don't, I don't like mm-hmm. that. That's, that's too much back-end pricing and too much insecurity and misunderstanding, which we'll talk about uh, consultations in, in a little bit, which, which we've expanded on, and we'll just touch on it briefly. but uh, hair painting. The, oh, last, the last one. The last one. Hair I, painting
1: is a, is another method that we see a lot. Um, hair painting is, is probably the most subtle of all the of all the techniques out there right now. Yeah. Um Hair painting is is very similar to balayage because you are freehand painting the hair, but on balayage you take much smaller pieces, more like a highlight. Where where hair painting you take kind of just really big sections of the hair yeah it's it's very subtle sun-kissed look it
0: it doesn't lighten as much like you were saying before with the balayage yeah it doesn't it doesn't
1: lighten as much um you can get a lighter look it's 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 gentle because you're not lifting it super light so you can overlap hair painting a few times
0: yeah you're really looking for that just sun-kissed very very subtle look
1: yeah and 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 you can get brighter by doing more services, but you're having to do two or three or four layered on top of each other to get the lightness you want
0: yeah yeah so uh risks Going, okay. going blonde. What, we, we, we do have to talk about that because I, I, this is not like a lot of the phrases that we've said and a lot of things like it's not meant to scare people from this. But, mm-hmm. but we've got to understand once we're putting the lightener in, we are stripping the hair of its integrity, basically. So we need to understand those risks so that we can better care for it so you can have the color that you mm-hmm. want. Feel beautiful, mm-hmm. have what you want. So, what are those risks? Okay,
1: so usually when 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 lightening your hair, um, the the product we're using is is one of the most aggressive of color products out there. You know, when we're just coloring your hair a, a red or or brown, it's it's much less um, aggressive. Yes, but when we're lightening and we're trying to take you, you know, from a dark dark brown to a bright bright blonde, I mean, we are having to use something really strong. It's
0: easy to, even if you're going like three levels three levels lighter like you've got to use yeah. a good
1: yeah 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 i mean it, it, it unless you want to have orange hair right. <laughs> <laughs> but so so we we have touched on this before in in other podcasts and other videos um but my thing with with risk when we have a client who comes in and let's say your hair is long let's say your hair is down to your waist so you've got 20 inch hair all right, if you have 20-inch hair, we know that hair grows about six inches a year. So you've got hair that has been on your head for three years at least. Yep. All right? And what people don't realize is that everything they've done to the hair for the past three years, every time they've lightened it and then darkened it and then lightened it and then darkened it, it's still in the hair. And so that has to be addressed. You know, when your stylist asks what you have put in your hair, like what's been done, it doesn't work to your benefit to not tell the truth. Yeah. It, it, that, that That's that usually ends up in in really damaged hair. Um but we do need to know what's in there. We need to know what's been on your hair because if you've already lightened your hair and then covered it up and then lightened it again and then covered it up so it's not we can't see it, but it's still there and we go and lighten it again, you're going to have such a problem. It's going to be so damn There's no integrity left. The hair is going to be so angry.
0: And, and that's assuming that you went to a professional stylist and darkened it. If you, didn't go, if you went to box color, you've, you've opened we're up not, a whole we're not even. Go, we're not even
1: going there. We're not even going. That's, that's another podcast altogether, which right. you've already done, actually. Yes, we did. Um, so we have to make sure that your hair can, can handle what we're going to do to it. Sometimes it can't. Sometimes when you come in for a consultation and we look at your hair and we talk to your hair and we find out your history and we fill your hair and we do that test strand, you can't have what you want. Yep. And that's tell it, we're telling you that out of love. <laughs> you know. That's because we love you and we love your hair and we don't want you to hate us and we don't want you to hate your hair and we want the hair to stay on your head. Yeah. So sometimes it can't, it can't happen. Sometimes you can't have bright white blonde. We had a, a client the other day who came in and she's colored her hair. We, we, we've colored her hair on and off for years she's a great client and she wanted to come in and get the platinum gray ends oh. but because she has done highlights and highlights and highlights and then red and then dark and then highlights it couldn't be done and we had to tell her hey you know we'll give you the best we can we'll lighten it as much as we can but we can't push this we can't make you white and then turn it gray yeah
0: because think of the think of the other alternate of that if you're thinking of this and you're like well why not Think of the alternate. If they push it, they just say, all right, we're going to do whatever you want, and they fry your hair off, you know, you're fry, your hair starts falling out, you're not going to be happy, obviously. Yeah, you're going like to
1: think it's our fault.
0: Yeah, which, <laughs> you know, so that's why it's important to listen to the stylist. And like you said, it's out of love, it's out of education, like, and, and it's a bummer, like, because we, we want what we want. We do, right? we and do. so I mean, and, and that and that goes for me, that goes for you, that goes for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like we want what we want, but we need to be open to the fact that if we don't get what we want, then that we got to have a backup. And that's why sometimes when I talk to people on the phone, and and I have and I know Colton, our our front desk person, has talked to people about this. Like, you know, it's good to have a couple different styles. You know, a couple different options. different options because if you come in and you're like, oh, man, I can't get the my most favorite mm-hmm. one, but this one I really like, too. Hey, that one's actually more achievable. Like, we could do this one. You, you know?
1: know, interesting what you just brought up. Um, in this day and age, we do have the option of doing some reparative work. Now, if you come in and, and in the consultation, you find out that you can't have what you want. But if we say, hey, it could be an option six months from now. If you do these things to your hair at yes. home, it does open up the possibility of potentially getting your look down the road
0: yeah so then it's not a you can't have it it's just a you have to wait
1: yeah (laughs) yeah and sometimes it's better to wait and do the to you know take the care and take care of your hair than to do your backup which then now there's another color service that's going to impede and not let us do the color we want to we eventually want to do so you know there is always that option but but you gotta you gotta do the work you gotta you gotta clean up the ends you got to use the Olaplex you got to use the the reparative masks you I mean you you, yep. you have again, to do it again just
0: reiterate honesty about what you use and even and that even goes to what kind of shampoo and conditioner you're using Absolutely. and anything else that's going in because you know like we mm-hmm. talked about about professional products uh mm-hmm. it's just they're just different than the store-bought ones that are full of wax so once mm-hmm. we're trying to color and lighten over the, the that wax buildup from those store-bought yes. Yes. shampoos and conditioners like that it causes it causes you know, more issues th- than people think we
1: have a lot of issues with the waxy things we have a lot of cl- we just in fact we just had a client just yesterday um the the stylist was doing her hair and and all of a sudden her hair was so much softer than it had ever been ever well, she started using a product that had a wax to it. So, yeah, it felt amazing. Yeah. But it was a wax buildup. And once that wax gets stripped off, it's just as damaged as it was before. Yeah.
0: And, and if you're thinking, well, then I got the soft and it's wax. Yeah, so there's just wa- a bunch of wax in your hair. And it's, yeah, going, to, it's, going, it, to it's, it's going to cause issue with colors. And after a while, it's going to make your hair feel weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to continue to build up and you're going to have gross filling hair. We're going to do a clarifier and you're going to be back to stage one. Yeah,
0: just think, have you ever washed yeah. your hands with like wax on your hands (laughs) like it doesn't come off super easy so it's not going to get out of those uh, get out of your hair okay so we hear so many people who want to go blonde in some Mm form or fashion uh, but are concerned with the upkeep Mm -hmm. Uh, why is it such a high level of upkeep needed with blonding services now we've alluded to it Mm -hmm. I want to specifically kind of zero in on what's needed to take care of your hair
1: Okay, so when we do lighten your hair, so let's say you had any of the blotting services done, whether it's highlights, ombre, baby lights possibly, um, you know, we have, we have lightened your hair. We've, we've used an aggressive product to remove the color from your hair, all right? Um, because we've done this, we, we've done some damage to your hair. There's no way to do this with, without any damage at all. Now, we try to keep it as minimum as possible. Um, you know, we, in, in our past podcast episode, we've talked about how hair is dead. And there's, there's no blood vessels or anything that can bring nutrients down to your hair. So once you've damaged your hair, it, it's a dead fiber. It can't, it can't fix itself. It can't regenerate itself. Right. Um, the only thing that we can do now is, is use the Olaplex. And Olaplex is a bond builder. So, you know, when we put the lightener in your hair, the colors in your hair, we, we, we destroy some of the bonds that are in your hair that make it strong. And Olaplex will basically, synthetically, you know, reattach some of those bonds, making your hair a stronger fiber. Yes. All right? Um, and so that's something that we highly recommend. If, if, if we've done something aggressive to your hair to get a, an, a, a dramatic look, you know, we're going to be sending you home with, with Olaplex number 3. It's a take-home treatment that you need to be doing, you know, once a week or once every other week or, or, or whatever it need be. Yeah. Um, we have some amazing products. Uh, Bumble and Bumble has a product called While You Sleep. It's an amazing hair mask. Yeah. I mean, it adds so much moisture to your hair because lightening your hair dries it out.
0: Well, even that Bumble Bumble mending shampoo and conditioner mending is sh- really a game yeah. changer for light light hair that's really really damaged.
1: Yeah, there's some really good products out there for hair yeah, that's been compromised. I mean,
0: remember that client? Uh, she she was always like an all over bleach, and she changed to the mending for a, for a mm-hmm. while just to repair her hair, and her hair was holding the mm-hmm. lightener. A lot better. Like I mean, oh, just yeah. there's yeah. there's there's ways to do it, but you've got to be open to that from the from your hairstylist you know, and say it, this is what's going to it, care it's, for it's it. It's
1: interesting as, as we're talking about products and, and this. is we're kind of going off on a tangent here. But I had a client come in the other day and it was, you know, she wasn't bleached at all. She lightened. She was just regular. And she'd been doing all these volumizing products trying to get all this volume. Well, her hair was curly and curly hair has a tendency to be dehydrated. So all we did, we shampooed her with the curl shampoo. We used the curl primer in her hair. And as I'm blurred her her, she goes, oh my gosh, my hair has never looked this good in my life. Yeah, no. And all it was, was we added moisture into her hair. Yeah. She needed it desperately. Yeah. And it was such a simple fix. She's like, she bought everything. She was like, like because it's like Christmas and she yes. was just, just drinking it up um but I mean just using the correct products for the for the, the way your hair is now because like I said we we do compromise your hair a little bit I mean we can't achieve some of these look without some compromising yes. now um you know some things are more extreme than others right right um you know, just to highlight, that's not bad. I mean, we're, we, yeah. we, we put the lightener on one time, and we never overlap, and it's it's just that one time. So, yeah, use something that's good and moisturizing, and we're, we're good. Well,
0: and it's not even just from the service that's done. A lot of people Come in with flat it. iron their hair, mm-hmm. and they don't flat iron it correctly, so they... They, yeah. they burn their hair at home or they curl it. They keep it on the hair too long. Yes. And, you know, for at least for us in Arizona, it's dry outside. It's always hot. If you mm-hmm. live someplace where mm-hmm. there's a lot of sun, there's more damage coming up. So, yeah. like, it's not just because we have changed the integrity of your hair. It's also yeah. what elements are outside well, well, that are Well, it's true. I mean,
1: we, 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 we create a canvas that is now more susceptible to damage. Yeah. And so you have to be aware of this. You have to take the precautions. So, because we have opened up your cuticle and we have done some aggressive techniques to it, you, you have to be a little bit more careful. You right. have to use sunscreen pro- products that have sunscreen, products that have heat protectors. Um, you have to come in. You have to get trims. I, I can't even. I can't even go there. Like we have, we have people who come <laughs> in and they get this, you know, this
0: five hundred
1: dollars service. It yeah. takes eight hours to do. And then they never trim it, and they come back a year later, and their ends are just destroyed because yeah. they've done nothing to it. They've not moisturized it. They've not used good products on it. They've been swimming. They've been um, curling. They've been blow-drying. Well, and
0: your natural hair is growing, and if yes. since that, so that hair's already in, in uh, uh, there's been integrity. Uh, 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, pulse. <said. laughs>
0: <They're, they're laughs> it's you know, there, he's it's talking already, with his hands.
1: I see his hands. Moving. Yeah,
0: that's really good for a podcast when people <laughs> start using the hand motions. But the, uh, you know, your hair has already been compromised, mm-hmm. so it's already split. So, like at that point, if you're not trimming it, taking yeah. care of it, then yeah. that—that's. I mean, that's you, yeah. you have to do that. It's.
1: <clears throat> Yeah, a pain, but you have to. Lightening your hair does weaken your hair, and so you've got to keep it strong. You've got to you've got to clean up those ends. You know what happens with a split end, and and this is kind of funny because people who are trying to grow their hair out. They just they think I don't I can't cut my hair. I can't cut my hair because I'm trying to grow it. But if you have split ends, what's going to happen is that split's going to travel. It's going to travel up your hair. It doesn't travel down either. No, it travels up. It travels <laughs> up, and it eventually one of the pieces breaks off. Where that piece breaks off, you now have created a really weak spot in your hair. That will break. Yeah. I guarantee you that piece is going to break.
0: No, if you're trying to grow your hair, you gotta get regular haircuts.
1: You need to cut it before the split travels up your hair.
0: Yep. Alright, so uh, and, and and you should be coming in for either a keratin triplex yes. treatment or an Olaplex treatment, yes. depending on what, what what you're looking for. Olaplex is more of a a mm-hmm. long-term building healthy part. Uh, Cara Triplex is more of like an instant it's gratification. Instant gratification. It, it, it protects. Feels really nice. It feels And it does protect your hair. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. great things to have. But you, you should come in for the... Like if you're just coming in for a blonding service... And then you're you're leaving and you're never dealing with it. And especially, especially <laughs> if you're not going to take professional products home to care for your hair, you should come into the salon every so often to get that yeah. hair taken care of. You know, it's of.
1: kind of funny because, you know, from our perspective, here we do a service. You're here with us for six, seven hours. And, and you know, you walk out of here spending 400 500 $600. And then you balk at spending an extra $6 on shampoo you know you're going to you're going to save 6 dollars by going to the grocery store and buying the cheap stuff that's going to yeah. put the wax on your hair it's like wait a minute that doesn't make sense to me
0: right right like
1: like like where's the wh- what what's the logic so yeah. it, it, it is interesting it's like why not spend an extra 10 15 bucks and you know protect your investment because yes. it is an investment oh absolutely yeah
0: and and if you want so this is going to segue into uh, People are noticing that their hair may be extra dry, broken, cotton candy-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's not it, its its not something that we have really dealt with uh, because we do everything that we can at Hairdo to protect their hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing we can't take into account for, which we already alluded to, is how you care for your hair when you're at home. Mm-hmm. So it might not be your stylist's fault that your hair is going through this. But on the other side is, is people know when your hair is cotton candy. I remember seeing a client recently who stopped coming to Hairdo and she had beautiful hair. And I remember sitting in like seeing her and talking to her and she came in and I was like oh it's
1: so, she, so let me all cotton she had beautiful candy-ish. hair when she came here and yes. then she wasn't coming here and then you saw her and it was cotton candy.
0: Yes. <laughs> like it was sad cuz I'm yeah. like there it, 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 you know, her her color wasn't as good. Yet, mm-hmm. The dementia wasn't as well. And I'm not a hairstylist. Like I can, I can't always tell mm-hmm. a fantastic cut or a fantastic color. But I could tell when a hair is when doesn't hair's, when, when, hair's when, hair's it, when it looks when it looks not good mm-hmm. and not cared for, and uh, it made me sad. It made me more sad than anything. I just wanted to like grab her and help her. Like it's just hair. Put this on your hair. Yeah. Put this and do this. But so what? If people are experiencing this, what what should people be doing, or how should they uh, well, uh, okay. uh, talk to their stylist about this? Well, first
1: off. If, if your hair is breaking off and you're seeing a professional stylist, perhaps it's time f- to see a new stylist, if that's the case. Yeah. Um, but, I mean the things that you can do is is to use the professional products like we talked about yep. um is to take home the which old your place stylist treatment. should
0: be suggesting Yes. you know your your stylist should be suggesting how to care for your hair and then mm-hmm. it's your choice whether to do it or not mm-hmm. sorry i wanted to you know
1: to- well and, and you know you, you, you said cotton candy and then that kind of cotton, we've all dealt with cotton candy we've had we've, we, we have we have clients who come in who don't tell the truth And we asked them, was your hair blonde in the past two years? They're like, no, my hair was never blonde. And it's been, you know, four years or whatever. And we put the color on their hair. And... The truth
0: comes out. And, lo and
1: behold, you know, we take those foils out and there's some really angry hair. And the truth (laughs) shall set you free. (laughs) So, so we have dealt with that before. And it's like, oh my gosh... Oh, and then they're like, oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, I guess maybe it was only a year and a half that it was blonde. <laughs> and it's like, okay, we'll see this whole inch and a half on the bottom of your hair. That's where your old blonde was. And now it, now we're going to be cutting two yes. inches off your hair to make you know make your hair happy. And, and luckily we can cut hair and, and take off some of that damage. But, yes, cotton candy is a real thing. What, cotton candy happens when you have lightened the hair beyond its ability to lighten. Yes. And you destroy every bond, you break every bond in that hair and it literally fills like cotton candy. If you've had this hair, you know what I'm talking A stringy, about. Yeah,
0: it's tricky. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's like little noodles and it's it's horrifying. And,
0: and and it's weird because it's like you have to know. Like if you're doing your hair, you mm-hmm. have to know. You have to be able to see the difference because somebody who's not trained like me can see it. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's when you know like it's time to it's time to do something to care for your hair yeah. because at some point your hair is going to start either falling out, but you're not going to feel happy. You're not going to feel confident mm-hmm. when you're walking out with no. a, mop, a, a, a mop on your head, no. a stringy mop.
1: No. And, and, and cotton candy is, is unrepairable. I mean, I don't care how much Olaplex you put on that. Um, you might be able to get it to where you can comb it, y- Yeah. but I mean, you're, you're just, you're just going to be changing your haircut is yep. what's going to happen. Yes. Um, no, but, but I mean, blonding is amazing. Now, now, in this industry, as as a hairstylist, I've been doing hair for like thirty years, so I've seen so many different looks come in. Um, they come and they go, and and I was just thinking about this the other day. It's like you know, if if, if your stylist um, is not keeping up on their education, that's probably not a stylist you want to go to because this yes. is not an industry that stays the same. If I if I started if I only did haircuts that I did when I first graduated from cosmetology school, I probably have like one client. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, the looks just keep changing and everything changes and you have to keep up. You well, have to know a, how to do it. It's not even the,
0: the looks, all those, all the professional color companies. Oh, absolutely. All the products, they're, they're changing. It's evolving. It's changing. It's how, how the, the chemistry is done mm-hmm. so that the stylists have to do, cause they are, they're little chemists back there. We've, we've talked about it before, but you know, you're, you want to do something to your hair. You need somebody who is educated mm-hmm. and not just. They watch something and then no, they try it. No, like, I'm you talking want somebody who's... I
1: have spent thousands and thousands of dollars on outside education to keep up in this industry. Yeah. And, and I can't imagine not doing that. I can't imagine where I'd be as a hairstylist if I didn't do that. Like, it just boggles my mind when, when stylists don't, you know, don't go future education to yeah. keep up on the new looks. With these ombres and balayages and hair painting, you have to know how to do them. Yes. Yep. You have to know how to do it. And you have to know how to do it correctly.
0: No, absolutely. So and that and that goes back to research your stylist. Look at their Instagram. Uh, You know, you need to be able to know what you're going into. You should not be calling or just going off of only word of mouth. You need to say, "Oh, hey, I'll take a look at that person and go research and look Mm -hmm. and make sure that Mm -hmm. they are doing the work that you feel, you know, that they are going to do on your hair and take care of you. And it's not just the skill right there; it's how they're going to teach you how to care for your hair. Yeah. Because it's just weird how people don't realize, like we've had so many people, you know, who realize that they weren't ironing their hair correctly or that they were taking mm-hmm. too long to do it. And they'd be like, wow, it's just totally transformed how my hair is not, yeah. you know, I'm not frying my hair. So yeah. it's just super, it's just super important. And this episode really is for uh, just uh, understanding and uh, just it's so... And just so that everybody really gets a good sense of what happens and what to expect when they're going in with their stylist. Stylist, you should be upfront. You should consult. Give them the, the right expectations before you get their color. And whether it's a consultation a week before, a month before, or mm-hmm. right before, mm-hmm. needs to be clear. Uh, all of these services, they spend a long time, so... It's not going to it's be it's not going to be cheap. It's not you, going to be cheap. You
1: you ultimately are paying for your stylist expertise and for their time.
0: Yeah. Well and even think about the ombres. If your ombre is Low maintenance. You don't have Mm -hmm. to come in very much, and that means it's a longer service. So (laughs) you know you're you're really paying for the idea of not having to do your hair for six months.
1: (laughs) Sometimes I'll even um, take a calculator out and take their their total bill and and divide it by you know eight. It's like okay, basically you're spending this much per month. Okay, yes. Let's just look at it realistically because it is it's it it's a it's a it's it's an expense. Yeah. Yeah. When 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 it's done correctly and, and, and and the time and the skill and and everything. When it all works out perfectly, it's beautiful.
0: It is. and and it, But nothing is worse. We've had people come in who have been to people who are not uh, educated, who were not oh, yeah. doing well, and we've had to do a lot of damage. And it's worse when you have to do that than just getting it done you, right the you know, first time. I know
1: we're trying to wrap up, but I just had a thought as you were talking about this. You know, and, and this this is like me. You know, in the olden days, I used to have to walk to school in the snow. This is one of my stories here, okay? <laughs> so so it used to be in this industry that... that you know, before Instagram, before Facebook, before all the social media, um, all the clients, you would you would choose your hairstylist by recommendations. You know, somebody else went there and highly recommended a stylist. Nowadays, so many people look at Instagram pictures, and that's how they choose their stylist. Um, I just want to throw it out there that Instagram, you can do a lot of tricks with pictures. Oh,
0: that's true. To yeah. make
1: them look amazing. All right, you can curl a bad haircut, and it looks like, an amazing, an amazing haircut. T- yep, you true. can filter a picture, you can make anything look like a different color, you can take the brass out of color and make it look white with a yes, filter. Yep. So I can't I can't even explain how important it is to really know what you're getting yourself into. Right,
0: and that's why and, and you know it's good that you bring that up because you should be going to the company's website you should be going to the style if the stylist has their own website you should be going to Facebook you should be going to and, and really to see the truth serum in their in, in somebody's color
1: mm-hmm.
0: like if a if a stylist posts a picture and tags that person go to that person's Instagram yeah, and if reviews, you can see their hair, read their
1: reviews yep you know, read reviews. It, it, I, I just see it all the time. And, and because people don't do, I mean, recommendations were pretty strong. Like, you know, you, right. you know, yeah. three people who go to the same hairstylist, they all love that hairstylist. So you go to that hairstylist.
0: Yes. All
1: right. But nowadays, it, it, the people, you know, they, they hairstylist hop be, via pictures. Yeah. It's like, oh, I like this picture. I'm going to go to that hairstylist. Oh, that hairstylist was horrible. Oh, I like this this picture i'm gonna go to this hairstylist (laughs) you know it it, you have to do more research it's it's
0: and 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 like we've talked about in the past it takes a couple times especially for a cut and a color to really get to know so give your stylist a shot if you're gonna put in the time to research and go spend the money do as much (laughs) research as you can and yeah you know make sure that you are going to be taken care of and mm-hmm. that you don't need to mm-hmm. you don't need to hop around try to stick with the stylist for a little while you know
1: i i've likened that and, and you did a podcast on this but kind of like a first date you know we talk about you know we used to be when when it was all on referrals that you know clients would give you you know one two three times to do their hair to decide if it was going to work out because the first time you do someone's hair you don't know them you don't know anything about how their hair them. grows you don't, you don't know, know their how personality it, right. their style how they like it we're not gonna hit a home run the first time we meet you you know, yeah. it's going to take a couple of days. It's rare. To, it's to, rare to do that. Yes. But it's going to take a couple of times to really nail it and, and get it the way you want it to be. She's so touching as, her head right now. As long, <laughs> as, long as, it's, as long as it's a decent first appointment and nothing was messed up and yep. you were happy, come again. Yeah. All right? Because it's just going to get better as we get to know you and we get to know your hair. Yes.
0: All right. So you can find uh, episodes of the podcast. You can go to our website, Uh Our salon website is www.Hair-DoSalon.com. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we are hair underscore D-O underscore Salon. Uh, you can find us on Facebook uh, uh, as well. And, uh, and our uh, the podcast email is hairdouncut at gmail.com. If you have questions, if you have topics that you'd like clarified, uh, it, can we, they, we'd love to hear from you. Can they find
1: all that information on the website?
0: Yeah, all of that, all of that's up there. That's
1: all on our website.
0: Yeah, everything's up on the hair Salon.com. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or salon.net. Yes.
1: They're,
0: they're, on, both, they're we, on both locations. We
1: have, two. <laughs> we have an educational website and a regular website.
0: Yeah. Uh, and we post our, our blog mm-hmm. blogs and uh, podcasts on the uh, blog site, on the .NET site. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to us. We hope you uh, are getting some value from this. And have a great hair day.